So welcome back to the Barbell Bikini and Biz podcast. You join me for another solo podcast and today's topic is going to be all about calories and do you need to count them, do you need to count macros and what to do if you're not going to count them. This is something that I get asked about a lot so when I take on a new client I ask have they tracked before and they sometimes say well no but I'm a bit scared to do it. Can I still achieve my goals if I if I don't want to track or I've got anxieties about tracking? And this podcast is going to basically explain as to if you yourself need to track macros and calories and what to do if you don't want to do it. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and I hope you find it useful. So let's start with reasons why you should count calories. Now, the first one is if you have an extreme or quite specific goal. For example, if you have a specific fat loss goal that you want to lose X amount in a certain amount of time, you've got a date that you want to be in shape for, whether that's a photo shoot, a wedding, you're prepping for the stage, it's a good idea. And the reason for this is that it sets boundaries and guidelines, which mean that you can ensure that you are in a calorie deficit, you're in a calorie surplus, or for example, you're wanting to build muscle, it will ensure that you are hitting the protein protein intake that is required for you to build muscle. So it basically ensures you are either eating enough or reducing your intake efficiently to ensure that you are pushing yourself towards your goal. So in this instance, counting calories ensures you are eating to support your goals. So what goals would this be suitable for? Now, I did just touch upon that. But again, if you are wanting to build muscle, you do want to ensure that you are eating enough for this to happen. And yes, you can guesstimate it, and I'm not saying that you can't, if you really want to optimise things and ensure that you are eating enough on the daily to support the goal of building muscle and strength, I would count calories and specifically count macros and at least count your protein intake. If you are wanting to drop body fat, you can do this for sure without the need to track calories, which I'll come on to later, but... By tracking them, even if it's just for a short period of time, you can see how much realistically you need to eat in order to support this fat loss by being in a calorie deficit. You're not just guessing. And I'll come on to something um, next, which is something which a lot of people do, which counting calories prevents them from doing, and that is overeating at weekends. So let's come on to this. Now, yes, it could be very, very simple and straightforward to say, well, I'll just have you know, I know how sort of many calories roughly is in some fruit and yogurt. I sort of know how much is in um, some salad. And then maybe if I have, you know, some chicken breast and rice, that'll put me into a calorie deficit and I'll just do that. And that's great. And definitely that probably would put you into a calorie deficit unless you were eating extreme amounts of all of those foods. But the problem is that if with this sort of approach being quite restrictive, people then typically overeat, whether that's at weekends, whether that's at evenings, whether this is in, you know, they realise they're doing it or not, they will then overindulge, which will then undo all of their hard work and then put them potentially into maintenance or surplus for the week, the average, and therefore they won't drop weight if this is obviously the goal at hand. This is very, very common pitfall. You know, people tend to be good Monday to Friday and then the weekend comes, they go out for meals, they order takeaways, they want to treat themselves. And they do that in such a way that means that they end up eating quite a lot and literally undoing everything they've done throughout the week. So by tracking calories, what you can then do is obviously it makes you aware of what you're actually eating. It makes you accountable to everything that you are eating, which is another reason why you should If you need that accountability and you think, you know, realistically you can't trust yourself to just be mindful about it, then tracking is great because it makes you accountable to everything that you do and everything that you eat. 
But what it then means is that on evenings and weekends, if you do want to have, quote-unquote, something a bit naughty, you want to go out for a meal, or you want to have something that's not, quote-unquote, clean, you can do that, but all you have to do is then track it and account for it. So it makes you more accountable and helps you stay on track and not have this, what I like to call, effort Friday mentality, where over the weekend you just overeat. So that is another reason why you may want to track calories, is that if you do like to go out on a weekend or, you know, on an evening you are quite snackish and peckish, one, it makes you accountable, and two, it ensures that you are staying within the calorie deficit. And the third reason is actually just to ensure that you are being healthy or you have a certain nutrient balance you want to hit. So, for example, by tracking your calories through something like MyFitnessPal, it can make you aware of what nutrients you're actually eating on a day-to-day basis and can actually then make you aware of what you're lacking, which is something people don't realise. It's not always accurate because people don't always input the complete data of foods in MyFitnessPal, but what it can do is sort of show you as to what nutrients you're getting. So, for example, it's something that I do with clients. So, for example, if a client's coming to me and saying they're feeling really tired and lethargic, I might just ask to see their weekly data on my fitness pal. And what will flag out is that there's no iron coming in. Now, you can look at that yourself where you look at your macro breakdown. It also shows you your nutrient breakdown. But like I said, it's not always that accurate because people don't necessarily input um, things like iron and magnesium and all those things when they input the food into my fitness pal. But it can show you this and it can make you aware of perhaps things that you are lacking in your diet and therefore help overcome some of these issues because nutrient deficiency really can impact how you feel on a day-to-day basis. It doesn't necessarily impact rate of fat loss or rate of muscle gain unless, of course, for example, it was protein in the instance of muscle. But things like lacking B12, lacking iron can make you feel really tired and lethargic and you might be thinking, oh... I don't understand what it is, what I'm doing wrong, am I overexercising? But actually, this is the case. And by being more tired and lethargic, you're not moving as much, you're not putting as much into your workouts, and then you're creating less of a deficit. So there definitely is merit into doing this. And what it can also do is help you optimise things. So, for example, if you are an athlete or like me, you want to ensure that your training is on point and you want to optimise your nutrition around your training window to optimise your training performance, then tracking calories helps you to do this and specifically macros because you can see how much protein you're having, what carbohydrates you're having. So, for example, pre-training, you want to be having a good amount of carbohydrates. You can then see that the amount you're eating is conducive to that. What you're having after your training isn't loaded in fat, which is going to slow down your digestion and rate of absorption of nutrients. So little things like that. So basically it can help you to optimise things as well and also from a health stance there as well. So let's move on to reasons perhaps why you shouldn't track calories or maybe it's not the best idea or approach for you. Because there is no one way that works for everyone. Yes, tracking calories is a very, very strict and on-point way of measuring your daily intake. It's very to the point, it's very accurate, but there are other ways to do it. I'm not here to say that there is no other way, and there certainly are, because there are other approaches which I use with clients who don't want to track, and they still get results and make progress. So if you're listening to this and think, well, maybe I don't want to track, um, which is one of the reasons, if you don't want to, or perhaps the idea of it stresses you out, you're not someone who maybe has the time with your job and lifestyle to weigh out and prep food, which that's another story. I do believe everyone has time, but if that is something you struggle with, then that's fine. Um, not everyone wants to, you know, you might not have the desire to, it might cause you stress and anxiety. And in those instances, don't do it. There's no point doing something that's going to stress you out because the reality is you aren't going to stick to it. And adherence and consistency is key. 
So it's about creating a way of sort of loosely tracking your food mentally. So sort of being accountable still, but without inputting that food into my fitness pal. So if you don't really have a specific goal, so you perhaps do want to drop body fat, but you don't have a specific time frame, or you don't necessarily have muscle building goals or a certain date to work for, then yeah, you could definitely try this approach. And what I do in this is set guidelines, loose guidelines for you to follow instead of X amount of calories, X amount of protein. It's just guidelines. And these guidelines might be, for example, base every single main meal around protein, ensure you're hitting five a day, aim for a fistful size of carbohydrates with every meal and a thumb size amount of fats in every meal. Just something like that. Of course, this will vary person to person, depending on their goals, their current body weight, how much fat they've got to lose, etc, etc. But just setting these goals is a way of ensuring from my stance that the client is then getting all the nutrients that they need, is fueling themselves efficiently, but putting themselves into a deficit if they need to, for example. So that is a way you can do it. So just set yourself guidelines to follow. So and then perhaps say I'll have one snack here and then perhaps on a weekend if you want to eat out you could sort of have a look at the calories and maybe opt for the lower calorie option but you don't have to track it or what I do for people is I know that by following these guidelines that I set them they are 100% in a deficit so then I just give them an off-plan meal I say but don't be an idiot about it you know don't have a pizza and a burger and a cheesecake you know have one be smart about your choices be sensible but it's free to use and be by following these guidelines throughout the week you will be in a deficit So you can set yourself guidelines or follow guidelines or if you have a sort of trainer or coach, they could set you guidelines as to how to set up your nutrition in a way that is conducive to your goals without even having to track, if that makes sense. So another reason why you probably don't want to track is if you've had previous experience with disordered eating. Now, this is something that I've experienced personally and I probably wish I hadn't gone into tracking maybe as soon as I had because I don't think it helped me overcome my issues with food. I think it masked them for a bit. And if you've had a history of poor eating, disordered eating and you still get anxieties related to food, I would be quite sceptical to say start tracking because it's not going to help overcome your issues with food. It might perpetuate things further and it's not going to help overcome anything. So if you think you're in a place now where mentally you've had a history of solid eating like myself, but you've overcome the worst, you're quite mentally strong now, yes, tracking is absolutely fine. But if it's going to perpetuate obsessive addictive behaviours, if, for example, going over your macros or calories a little bit is going to make you have anxiety and stress and panic, then it's not worth it and not for you. And again, in this instance, I would look to follow guidelines rather than sticking to calories personally. But that is my opinion on that one. Um, But definitely, if you have still got very bad issues, it's not a good idea. And the final reason really is if you don't really have physique goals as such. Perhaps if you just want to live a healthier lifestyle, make just marginal changes. Like, for example, you know you're eating takeaways three days a week and drinking five days a week. And you know it's making you unhealthy and unfit. And you don't really have aspirations necessarily to drop loads of body fat or build loads of muscle. You're in shape realistically, but you just, for example, don't, you know that your habits and behaviours are not healthy. Then you don't need to track. You just need to simply make start making healthier choices. So for example, cut down to one takeaway a week. Instead of having a takeout burger and chips, making a homemade burger. So making healthier lifestyle choices because... That is what's going to satisfy your goal of being healthier. 
and it doesn't necessarily matter as such to start with whether you know you're going a bit over or a bit under your calories because you're not bothered about making huge changes to your physique yes there will be changes to your physique by making those choices and making those changes but that's not your goal if that makes sense so I'm going to leave this podcast here just a nice short sweet one for you guys as to why maybe you should or you should not track I hope that has cleared things up for you if you're someone who has perhaps been on the fence perhaps you work with clients who maybe don't want to track and you thought is it a good idea to make them track is it not this perhaps has given you some information as to perhaps what kind of people shouldn't track and how you can approach it if they don't want to. And if you have any questions in regards to tracking, um, my Instagram is at underscore Lucy Cook underscore. Please feel free to drop me a message anytime and I will support you and provide you with the help and guidance that you're needing. So thanks again for listening, guys, and I will see you on the next one.